Hello, everyone, and welcome to my counseling corner again. I am here with Linda, continuing on our series about teenagers and their mental health. So, welcome again, Linda. Thank you. Today, I, you know, we we have this discussion. I'm I'm excited about this one. Unwanted thoughts, intrusive thoughts. Now, unwanted thoughts are, you know, these thoughts that get stuck in your mind and they cause a lot of stress, a lot of distress. They seem to come out of nowhere. They come in and they go. I almost almost vision it as like a star, a shooting star just comes and goes. And it causes a great deal of anxiety. And our teenagers face that a lot. And these thoughts often focus on unacceptable images, socially unacceptable images, violence. People who are experiencing these thoughts are afraid that they might commit the acts that they picture in their mind. So unwanted thoughts and unwanted, um, it's almost those voices in my head that tell me to do things. Yeah. These are all, un you know, I work with, uh, with teenagers and I feel like this is something that they struggle with a lot. What do you think about that? I think, I think it's the first time in kids' lives when they become aware of their inner voice or the, the kinds of thoughts and images that pop up in their heads mm -hmm. as almost like separate from themselves. Because up until they're the teens and, and the sort of changes that happen to their brains, everything that happens in their head comes out their mouth, pretty much. Like the, it's very direct experience in their minds and then it gets complicated and because we don't come with a manual about how to operate our brains it's often really difficult for kids to understand because we also don't talk about this very much that the thoughts that are popping into their head come from all kinds of places things yeah. that they've overheard stuff they've seen in movies and it just comes up when their brains get bored they they just <laughs> or if they're stressed out or anxious or anything right so the images that match how they're feeling will pop into their head or the words or the instructions or whatever and it it doesn't mean that they're picking these thoughts at all it's just their brain doing what brains do mm -hmm. and and they're not orders or as you say the thoughts are not facts they're just things that are happening in your brain yeah and it, it can be really frightening especially when kids don't have any idea what's happening because we don't talk about it mm -hmm. do you do you feel that parents have these thoughts about their kids um yeah I, <laughs> um yeah. it's really common for um pregnant women to have really really vile and horrible dreams yeah. and sometimes even just like daydreams things that'll pop into their heads while they're mm -hmm. just walking around in normal life yeah. they think horrible things that they might do to the baby or something That's true. Um, it's really common uh, especially when your stress hormones are high and your stress chemicals are high it's mm -hmm. the kind of thing your brain just picks out images or thoughts that come from a long time ago that really have nothing to do with right now. <laughs> I also find that intrusive thoughts occur in parents when they're working with, you know, where's my child gonna go to school? Uh, they're not doing well in school. How are they, they start comparing their kids to other kids. And those are all intrusive thoughts too. At yeah. least I feel that way. What do you think about from parents? Oh, Absolutely. Any kind, any kind of rumination, the worries that get stuck that three o'clock in the morning, wide awake, staring at the ceiling, 
um, freaking out about, oh, with my, you know, my kid only plays video games. There's no money in that industry. And I think, well, maybe there is, but three o'clock in the morning isn't a good time for an argument. Mm -hmm. It's, it's the kinds of things it's, I think almost always it's based on fear and anxiety. It's, yeah. it's actually not the source of it. It's caused, it is what causes it. The intrusive thoughts come from the feelings of anxiety, not the other way around. And then it turns into a feedback loop. You, you, are, you are worried about something, who knows what, and then something familiar to you that you've worried about in the past or that was right. worried about around you pops into your head and then you worry about that. And then you worry about the fact that you're worrying about that and then it goes around in a circle until- <laughs> It's a circle, it's, yeah. Until the dawn comes and your eyes feel like they've been sandpapered, yeah. <laughs> and, and to be honest, these thoughts are not really facts. They haven't happened yet. No. And or they may never happen. They may never happen. They, they may yeah. never happen. And they may never have happened. They may, as I said, they come out of fiction sometimes. They come from things we've seen in movies, stuff we've overheard or read in books that was never true anywhere. Yeah. Never happens, right? So true. And you know, these, these voices in their heads that tell them to do something, it's again, these thoughts, these um, impulses that they're getting. But again, it's not facts. No. And, it, and really, if they can just think about it as this is an indication that my body is feeling worried or anxious about something, and it's just how my brain responds to it. Yeah. It's not, I'm picking this or I should do any of them. It's, I am anxious. Oh, this is a symptom of feeling anxious. Mm -hmm. It's not, oh no, there's something wrong with me or I'm hallucinating or I'm crazy or like yeah. whatever might be around those thoughts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. they'll they'll arise and they'll go away without your participation if you just watch them and not get really engaged with the idea that they're true or real don't engage with them the big thing is leave the thoughts alone and treat them as if they are not interesting you don't care about them and they will eventually fade out yeah they'll go away well, from it, I, somebody calls it going down the rabbit hole when you when a thought catches you and you chase it around and you mm -hmm. follow it down the whole storyline of oh if this happens and that happens and then this happens and these terrible things will happen in the end of this thing and then you find yourself on that track and it's when mm -hmm. you realize oh i followed that thought that you can go back to just watching them and letting them come and go as they do it takes That's practice true. it's it's you know some people master meditators have practiced that for a really long time and they get better and better at it but you need to know, first of all, that it isn't a fact. It's just a thing that your brain is doing. Yeah, and, and to be able to stand back and watch and say, oh, that's, that's, an, that's a symptom. That's not me. That's not my idea. I didn't pick that. I didn't, I didn't want to think that. And I'm not going to argue with it or engage with it or chase it around. I'm just going to mm -hmm. let it disappear again into the wherever thoughts come from. You know, one of my mentors who works with teenagers quite a bit, she had written something about intrusive thoughts and where she said, try not to engage with the thoughts in any way. Push the thoughts out of your mind. Try to figure out what your thoughts mean. Figure out why you're getting those thoughts and check to see if this is working to get rid of the thoughts. This approach can be difficult, really tough to apply. Again, it's, it's practice. You are making your brain 
uh, practice it in a way that you don't want these intrusive thoughts to come in your mind anymore. Well, and, and not easy when to people do. say, when people say I can't meditate because I constantly catch myself, you know, chasing after my thoughts, the, the people who meditate for a really long time say that is meditating <laughs> yeah. because it's becoming sure. aware in the middle of it that you have gotten caught again and bringing your attention back to the fact that the thoughts yeah. are happening by themselves. They're not you. And you can just watch them. Yeah. And it's when awareness. you watch them from that distance, they so just true. dissipate. You yeah. don't have to push them away. They'll go away on their own. They, they come up, they go away. Absolutely. <laughs> no, no reason Absolutely. to go around doing anything about them. Yeah. Although I, I do really like the tool that Jack Canfield talks about in success principles. Mm -hmm. um, it's called the inner coach transformation. And it's a different way of handling thoughts, especially self-critical thoughts. Mm -hmm. When you're criticizing yourself because of your performance or something that you've done or made a mistake with or whatever, often they're just flat out critical and criticism mm -hmm. isn't useful. You can't do anything with it. If you just say, oh, I'm such an idiot. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Not really. But, and <laughs> how is that yeah. going to get you better at this or, or focus your attention on what you need to pay attention to so you avoid the mistake in the, in the future? Yeah. The idea is to not only figure out what you're afraid of, but also to figure out what it is you want to do instead. Mm -hmm. So instead of saying, oh, I'm such an idiot, I say, oh, I think I needed to study more to get a higher mark on that test. Mm. Or maybe I need to ask my teacher more about this because I thought I understood it and I clearly don't. Mm -hmm. that's a, something I can do as opposed to, oh, I'm such an idiot, which is, yeah. <laughs> you just can't do anything with it. Mm -hmm. I really like yeah. that way of sort of transforming a, an inner criticism or those inner voices into something you can actually do something about. Very true. It's really good. You know, I was going through a data that shows 6 million people are going through intrusive thoughts. There are 6 million people out there who go through intrusive thoughts. I don't think it's just 6 million. I feel every I think, single think, person goes through intrusive thoughts. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's 7 billion, actually. <laughs> uh, maybe that's just really old information. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back when there was only 6 billion people or yeah. something. And intrusive thoughts. Really yeah, these thoughts and our teenagers deal with these thoughts every day, all the time. Um, what have you, what, what's on your side? What do you think about voices in the head? I think it's really important to recognize that our that our brains are pretty good recording devices and we are often repeating things or like our brain is repeating things that remind us of how it felt the first time we heard or saw those things. Hmm. So they might be, we might suddenly feel a wave of anxiety and that reminds us of when we watched a creepy movie. So that creepy movie scene pops up into our head or whatever, or we feel slightly afraid of, you know, maybe somebody will will yell at me if I do this wrong. So we have that feeling of being yelled at again and the words that came with it, mm -hmm. you know, you're such an idiot or whatever. <laughs> so True. I think it's just, it's a, it's a pattern of our brain recognizing the feeling and then popping up things that are familiar in that situation. And, and we, when we don't know that's what's happening, we think, oh, well, I'm just thinking accurate thoughts about myself. Yeah. What, instead of my brain is supplying me with things that were that this feeling reminds me of. Absolutely. So true. I think we need to talk about it more. Um, mm -hmm. Teenagers don't come with a manual, unfortunately. 
And we don't, there's yeah. a whole bunch of things we don't talk about very much in our, in yeah. our world. And one of them is what's happening inside our brains when we're thinking, mm -hmm. because a lot of adults don't know what's happening inside their brains when they're thinking. Mm -hmm. So kids will feel like they're really different and really unusual because nobody else is talking about this. Mm -hmm. When, as, as you said, you know, 6 million, 7 billion, most mm -hmm. of the people on the planet are experiencing yeah. this and we just don't talk about it. We don't talk about it. Sometimes we just don't want to talk about it. <laughs> it can be pretty frightening yeah. because some of the imagery that we come up with in these moments of, of familiar fear or familiar anxiety are really horrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Genuinely, you know, kind of the worst of the worst horror movie images and mm -hmm. ideas and thoughts and words that are, you know, really just our brain reacting to the feeling we're having right now and not much more useful than that. So I think the big thing that came out of this is also just recognizing those thoughts, understanding where they're coming from, accepting those thoughts that, okay, I got this thoughts and then redirecting those thoughts to a different place. So yeah. distracting yourself, doing something different, exercising or going out for a walk or video games, just getting yourself away from those thoughts is important. But yes, recognizing is important. You can't, and pushing them away. You can't push them away until you recognize where that's coming from. So that I think I'd uh, like to leave on that note. Anything for you to add on this? Um, just, the, just the idea of sort of distracting or whatever. Well, that, that works, it mm -hmm. for sure works. But more than that, I think the awareness that this is just a thought that's happening and it isn't you, this is not you. You're not choosing this. It's just doing itself. And you it's can just real. stand back and watch it without really doing anything about it. It'll go away by itself. Don't but, make it your reality. Yeah. Yeah. Thoughts are not facts. Yes. On that note, thank you, Linda, again this week. And we're going to, uh, I was actually thinking we're going to do something about boundaries next week. Oh, yeah. Good, good topic. That's a beautiful topic, isn't it? Yeah. Ah, that's big. I like that. Looking forward to that. Thanks, Linda. That should be good. Thanks, Reedy.